You've just joined in the stillness with Dawn Strobeck. In the deep dwelling place where stillness settles your heart and refreshes your soul. Where the voice of God is just a little more lucid and a little less clouded. He waits to hold this sacred space just for you. Welcome back to In the Stillness with Don Strobeck. Today we're going to talk about grace in the process. Grace is a big word in Christianity. It's the essence of the gospel. Brendan Manning says, To live by grace means to acknowledge my whole life story, the light side and the dark. And admitting my shadow side, I learn who I am and what God's grace means. One day I personally was grieving a damaged relationship in my family, and I was confessing to God that I knew that I had not done things perfectly, but that I thought, I thought my heart was in the right place. I wanted the best for this person, um, but I confessed my sins of gossip or bitterness, harshness of tongue and spirit. After my confession, I felt I was then simply just to listen. And I distinctly heard God say to me, not audibly, but in my spirit, well done, good and faithful servant. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I became very confused. And of course, I just thought that was me saying to myself what I wanted to hear. Doubting that he could say that amidst my sin in the situation, I questioned whether it was truly his voice. And then I heard, you didn't do it perfectly, but I never asked you to. I don't know, that just really hit me that day. I felt such relief and love flood my heart like a burden had been lifted. He gave me this job, this responsibility, and he knew I wasn't made to live it out perfectly. That wasn't his expectation in it. His hope was that I would lean on him in it. His heart for me was not that I would perform a perfect song and dance, but that I would grow in listening to his voice. And I did. Receiving God's gift of grace is the only way to holiness. God didn't send Jesus to die on the cross so we could be perfect in our own strength, but so that we could enjoy this deep, loving fellowship with him, so that we could walk again in the garden with him. The law that God gave the Israelites on Mount Sinai was never intended to be kept. It's impossible for an imperfect human to keep a perfect law. The purpose of the law under the direction of the Holy Spirit was to point to our sin and our unworthiness. It was supposed to be a mirror to our wickedness. The law is supposed to help us feel like, well, failures and fakes and frauds. It's supposed to drive us crazy, keep us dead, and cause us to need a rescue. The law was supposed to point out shortcomings. 
When we have seemed to master what is obvious at the time, the Holy Spirit through the law will point to more. And Jesus will stand by saying, over here, I'm the way, the truth, and the real life you desire. If we constantly protect ourselves from feeling our own failures or hurts or sin or shortcomings, then why in the world would we need a Savior to rescue us? Why would we need Jesus? Why would we need a scapegoat to take our sin so that Jesus would call us worthy? Jesus rescues the needy and the broken and the unworthy sinner, but he will not draw near to you if you're not honest. You must be aware of your own need and also be self-reflective about the state of your own heart. Many go about life not reflective, not present to this, therefore missing many opportunities to grow. While others may be aware of their need, they feel a debilitating shame over sin. So they either become convinced that they don't sin or they cover it with their attempt at perfection. Lord Jesus, we ask you today, to take our need for perfection upon yourself. And Lord, when we fall short, draw us near. Open our hearts to seek you. Lord, embrace us in our need. In Jesus' name, amen.